Hi, Celine. I just wanted to leave you a quick message to let you know how much I love you and appreciate everything that you do for all of us listeners to your podcast, all of your fitness lifers, and you are just amazing. My name is Natalie, and I am from a small, small town in Ontario, Canada. I first found you when I discovered your Shaleen Extreme workout, which, by the way, is thebomb.com, and I love it. I love it still. It's still my go-to soulmate workout. And then after that, I discovered your podcast, which you are like my BFF who goes on daily walks with me every day. I really feel like you and I could be BFFs forever. Love ya. And you are thebomb.com. How would you handle it? And what would you do differently if today you were told you had just 18 months left to live? It might seem like a heavy topic, but that's what we're going to talk about today on The Shaleen Show. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. It was Jen's birthday. She and her husband, Darren, were kind of excited about spending the night out on the town. In fact, they had made certain that their kids were taken care of for the night so they could really enjoy themselves, like go out, have a nice dinner, maybe a few cocktails, maybe even spend the night at a hotel and, and really enjoy that kind of freedom that sometimes only a parent can understand and relate to what it feels like to be free for the night. They were pretty excited. But in the months leading up to Jen's birthday, Darren had been suffering some kind of strange cognitive symptoms, like words weren't coming to him the right way. His brain just wasn't working the way he felt like it should. You know, he was a pharmacist and he's a super smart, funny, witty guy. And suddenly he was struggling to like find words and remember things. He shared his concerns with his doctor and his doctor thought, well, just to be safe, why don't we just schedule an MRI for you? Well, it just so happened that the MRI was scheduled because MRIs are scheduled like on the hour. And it just so happened that the MRI ended up being scheduled on the same day as Jen's birthday at 9 p.m. So they decided to enjoy themselves a little bit. They would go have the MRI and then anticipating that would take just an hour or so, they would be able to go back and enjoy the rest of their evening. They head to the hospital and Jen waits patiently in the waiting area for her husband to return, hoping this would be just about an hour, but an hour passed, and then an hour and a half. And eventually, the doctors returned with news that would change their lives forever. Jen also happens to be one of my closest and dearest friends. This is Jen Delvo and her husband, Darren. Jen and I went to high school together, and we've remained really close friends all these years later. I can't think of many people or many couples who I am more inspired by. I can't wait for you to meet her husband, Darren, to hear the two of them and to understand what an important role attitude has in beating your prognosis and enjoying every freaking minute of your life. What I'm about to share with you is a conversation taken from a podcast that Jen and Darren do together. This is a very recent conversation. It's something that had such a profound impact on me that I reached out to Jen and said, can I share this conversation on my podcast? And she was like, absolutely. Now, before I cut to it, I just want to tell you one more thing. If you're a regular listener of The Shalene Show, 
You may remember that just a few months back, I created an ebook challenge and I challenged listeners and broke down the process by which you could take something that you were passionate about or or had a relatively significant amount of information and how to take that knowledge and turn it into an ebook. My friend Jen and her husband Darren decided to take me up on that challenge and they too decided to write an ebook about how to handle getting this type of devastating news, whether it's cancer or anything else that would change your life forever. On my other podcast, the business podcast, Build Your Tribe, I did a coaching call last week with Jen where we talked about and broke down the process of like, what do you do once you've written this ebook? How do you promote it? What might that look like? What about creating an audible? All of those things. And people are going crazy over this episode. If you are one of those individuals who took me up on that challenge, or now that you're just hearing about this, you're like, oh, wait, I'd love to write an ebook and I'd love to find out what goes into the promotion and the strategy around releasing the book, the hardcover book an ebook, a digital book, or an audible book, then you definitely want to check out this week's episode of Build Your Tribe. Now, just to make it super easy for you, there's a link in my show notes, or you're going to remember this. It's a super easy domain name, subscribetotribe.com. When you go to subscribetotribe.com, it will allow you to listen on what Ever podcast app you use. It doesn't matter whether you're Android or iPhone. It's just a really easy way to subscribe to that show. And you definitely want to listen to that. All right, that's enough from me. Dear audience, if you want to put a, a face with these voices, I will feature Jen and Darren on my Instagram. So check out my Instagram. It's at Shaleen Johnson. Yeah, it's at Shaleen Johnson. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, meet Jen and Darren Delvo. Mr. Worldwide and his bride. Oh, by the way, they call their podcast Mr. Worldwide and his bride because he got the nickname Mr. Worldwide because he kind of looked like Pitbull if he had on the right sunglasses after he had his head shaved. Anyways, here they are, Jen and Darren Delvo. One of the most common questions when someone is newly diagnosed with cancer is how long do I have to live? And I remember 10 years ago, when we found out that Darren had a mass on his brain, Darren asking that question. And I'm gonna tell you the interesting part is this was at our appointment prior to his surgery. And so if you find out that you have a tumor or something, know that they really don't know the grade yet. And I feel like it was maybe that it was 10 years ago, but remember when the doctor said you have 18 months to live? Do you remember that? How did you feel? I mean, immediately shocked. Shocked, but not so shocked that I he was very I, calm yeah I was very calm because I was still trying to process it yeah but you know I also knew how I'd felt in the past yeah. and so I wasn't completely shocked you also didn't accept it you were like okay well that's not gonna happen right I and got that, two kids in that first part he didn't accept it he was like no I've got two kids I've got living to do I on the other hand always just assumed doctors were right and I looked at the doctor and I believed him. And I thought Darren literally had 18 months to live. And I was beyond devastated. And then even like a two days later, he had brain surgery. And even after he had the surgery, the doctor said, I still think this is what it is. I think it's a glioblastoma. I think he has 18 months to live. And then I remember even saying, is he going to be able to walk or talk? He's like, I don't really know. <laughs> so number one, my number one point is, 
please get a doctor that has good bedside manners. Okay, that's number one. So I will never forget that walk to go see Darren after his first surgery. And I was so scared that I wasn't going to have my husband anymore. And I looked at him and I touched him and he was asleep. He had wires everywhere. And I looked at him, I touched his side and I said, hey, and he goes, hey, honey, I feel like a (laughs) champ. And I was like, oh, we can get through anything. Like it was amazing. That's probably one of the most impactful things that sticks with us. Forever. I will never forget it. Because Jen brings it up, you know, very frequently that phrase right there kind of changed everything. Yeah, exactly. It was literally like from the second we found out that he had a mass on his brain to that moment, like all the in-between, a wreck. I was a wreck. And the second Darren said, hey, honey, I feel like a champ. I was like, we got this. Because I am a champ. (laughs) He is a champ. And so we did find out that it was a grade two. So my number one point in this episode is you really have to wait in for pathology. There are some doctors now that are really good. I think our first doctor was not so good. And it was way more than just that that happened. But that's the number one thing is they're not always right. You have to wait until you get the pathology back to understand fully what grade that is. And then when you are finding out your statistics or you Google your prognosis, you have to know also that there's so many factors involved that go along with your prognosis. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I like you know how I do I have these mental lapses that uh, we preface in the our intro. Yes. And yeah, today everyone. just today is one of them. Yeah. This is one of those bad days. Right. But I want to go into the what's involved. Number 1, it's your age. You know, Darren, you were like what 35 or 4 when you were diagnosed. Yeah, exactly. And so that was played a big role. Overall health, Darren was really pretty healthy. You know, he's an active guy. Obviously, I do my whole business is fitness and health. And so that's always been a big part of our life. Well, I I don't think I was 100% in the place I wanted to be as far as health, because I had no idea what that I needed to be prepared for. Mm-hmm. So after the second surgery, I knew, well, you know, actually, once I started feeling like it's going to come back. That's when I started really working out and getting to the point where I could train to have surgery. Yeah, I think that was after the first one was when you like, okay, game on, I got this. But another thing that is, you have no idea what type of scientific breakthrough is going to happen. Like our area here in Grand Rapids, it's crazy what it has become. And our doctor here now is amazing. They have a neuro-oncologist. We didn't have that before. So it's crazy how much can change. You never know what kind of breakthrough is going to happen. And also attitude plays a big role. I mean, I know another local man in our area, he completely outlived his glioblastoma diagnosis by several years or a couple of years. And so I do believe the attitude plays a big role with it. And as if you know, Darren, he's got the best attitude. Yeah. And it's not a fake attitude. No. I, I mean, I truly deep down believe it. Mm-hmm. I do understand what my prognosis is. I intend to outlive that by a significant amount. Love it. So I do, I acknowledge it. I know that I can get past that stage, mm-hmm. but I'm also realistic. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. Okay. And 
And so when Darren was diagnosed with a grade two, we do believe that it was an incorrect diagnosis because it did come back in 18 months. And here's what's interesting is there's always usually symptoms that go along with when you know something is changing and Darren did not feel right. And he was having these little mini seizures where he was losing control of his arm. And so we called the doctor and they scheduled an MRI and the doctor called and they said, it's totally clean, it's good, or there's no change, you're all good. And right. I said that to Darren, I'm like, Darren, aren't you so relieved? <laughs> and I remember you going, I'm not, because that's not right, like something is wrong, which is so weird. You were so in tune with your body. I was, and I still am. In fact, there's one thing that I remember about that is our dog. And they say, you know, dogs really have this sixth sense about them. And when my dog sat on top of my head, I, realized that she knew that something was wrong. It's really crazy. Like she is so in tune with Darren's health too. But so this is another, just a little like, again, doctors aren't always right. But I do, dogs are. <laughs> I do not know if this doctor looked at the wrong scan. We never pursued anything, but that he said it was okay was unbelievable. Right. So we switched doctors immediately had somebody else look at it and we realized that it was this doctor said hey listen it's kind of bad like you need to go elsewhere to get this oh an awake brain surgery because of how aggressive in the places that it was so anyway we went to md anderson for a second surgery and thank god because we met the most incredible dr prabhu right okay we'll get back to the show in just a second but first i want to talk to you about your bra ladies have you checked out Third Love yet? I've talked about it in a couple of other episodes. I talk about it online too because Third Love is a company that makes not just like a few bras. They make 80 different sizes for bras, including half cup sizes. Hello, like why didn't we think of that sooner? Here's why I love Third Love. You know, I am all about convenience. I love to stay home. So you get to skip the trip to the mall and have to try on bras and you know, have someone run out and grab you another size. Like you literally take a super quick quiz. It's a fit finder quiz. And then they send you a bunch of bras. You get to try them on at home. This has worked for over 14 million women. And they in fact offer a perfect fit promise. Here's the deal. Once you get your bras, they give you 60 days to wear them, wash them, put them to the test, figure out if you love it. And if you don't, then you can return it. Third love, what they do, with, you're like, okay, what are they going to do with those bras? Well, here's what they do. They wash them and they donate them to women in need. I don't know how you feel about this whole braless trend, but mm, that's not me. And so I need a bra that's comfortable. Third love has donated over 15 million bras. They are now giving you, listeners of the show, 15% off your first order. So if you haven't ordered yet, now is the time. Just go to thirdlove.com forward slash Shalene and take a little quiz. You definitely want to do that because that's how you find your perfect fitting bra. Their customer service, by the way, is, I've personally experienced it, is next to none. And they didn't know like who I was or anything. I'm just a customer. You know what I'm saying? I have like six bras for them so far, but if I had to pick one that's my absolute favorite, it's their deep plunge bra. It's just like amazing. It's perfect. It still gives me that support, but you know, some of your blouses are a little bit lower cut and this is just a great bra. So I would highly recommend, I recommend all their bras, but that happens to be my personal favorite. So go get your 15% off by going to thirdlove.com forward slash Shalene. All right, now back to the show. 
And no fault of the doctors in that second, I'm sorry. The, I don't know. The second surgery? Right. Yeah. Our area just didn't have the machinery, the, the, technology. the technology for it. Right. And so, you know, they said right now, there's nothing we can do for you here. So they willingly said, this is where you need to go. What, you know, one of these three places. Right. And so that's what we did. And so his care, we have now, thankfully, a local, awesome, amazing neuro-oncologist here. And it's different now. So Darren, when it came back, it came back as a grade three. So with a grade three, this is a second brain surgery. With a grade three, if you look at prognosis, it's typically three to five years before it comes back. Darren went eight because that's how he rolls. That's how I do. He goes always a little bit further than what's said. Yep. And now he's dealing with a glioblastoma as of his most recent surgery, March 1st. And it's different now. And it's Darren... He's been talking about things that he's never talked about before. We've always kind of lived in these worlds of like, we're going to be good. Everything's going to be great, you know, and now reality has kicked in. And interestingly enough, Darren, who never used to focus on prognosis, right. you kind of are focused on it. I wouldn't say focused on it, but it was a big thing to accept. I'm not worried about it because mm-hmm. I know the life I wanted to live. And I think I've lived a very full life, Mm -hmm. but I still know that I'm going to outlive the diagnosis. Heck yeah. yeah, That's how you roll. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to live forever, but I know I will comfortably be in a better spot. Yeah. So the other interesting part, and if you are going through this or your loved one is recently, Darren, this is kind of when it all happened. Because still, even with the glioblastoma, you know, so it's been March, April, May, June, July. So six months we've been dealing with this. We still hadn't talked about it up until recently in the last, like literally the last two weeks. We still yes. kind of like lived in this world of like, oh, I don't even want to just go there. And it was two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Darren yeah. said he had an appointment with his neuro-oncologist and he's like, I'm going to go by myself. Mm. And I was like, no, I'm going with you. I made up every excuse in the world. Mm-hmm. And so he went. Tell him why you went. Why I went? Oh, yeah, because without me, why he, did you not want me there? Because Jen and I are, we're at every appointment together. And so I never am comfortable, you know, asking the question because I didn't want, even though I knew it was deep down, I didn't want to have Jenny hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, finally I made an excuse and blah, blah, blah. And you kind of knew that I was asking that. Well, I figured, I figured yes that you wanted to have a private conversation and we're going to ask some tough questions so yes yeah and so you know she straight up told me you know what it was and how many years i had and this and that but you know i knew you know i've googled it i mean who wouldn't at some point google it Absolutely. it's it's not the right thing to do but you're curious and but i wanted to know exactly you know my life expectancy because I knew I wanted to beat it. Yes, that's what I love. That's what I freaking love is, okay, so you have that date in mind approximately. And remember, there's so many factors involved, but I want whoever's listening that is dealing with this, you're going to beat this and how long are you going to beat it for? So have a way longer date. That's what she said. Then was that inappropriate? (laughs) I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. We're talking about something so serious right now, Darren. That's what she said. Jokes are serious. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, so 
that's what I love is that you don't have that date in your mind as like, when is this going to kill me? Because I do know somebody who did ask that and that's kind of the date that it happened. And so get rid of that. Like, even if you think like you've got 18 months, get rid of that. Okay. Maybe, you know, and it is reality. So it is good to know, you know, I had actually a lot of people since our last episode, it got kind of deep. We shared like when we did actually have this conversation about how long he has and what's going to happen. And I had a lot of people message me on Instagram telling me that, thank you for sharing that. I've had tears and I'm so sad because I wanted to have that conversation. We never did. And we got to the point where it was too late. Or I had people say to me, thank you so much for sharing that because I know it's time to have this conversation. Don't you think that was the like the single most amazing discussion that you and I have ever had. Yes. I mean, it was emotional. It was fun. We were drinking wine. It, I'm not saying it was all fun. Yeah. Okay. But it the was communication, it, it, was, it, it yeah, was powerful. powerful. It's not, it wasn't like, it, it's really hard to explain. And unless you're in it, you won't understand. It's like this closeness that you'll never experience with anybody else. Right. It's kind of crazy. But I mean, we won't keep you guys too long, but we just wanted to share like, Number one, prognosis is not everything, even though it says you have 18 months or three years or five years or whatever that is, exceed it, know it, exceed it. And then also know you need to trust your gut and you need to know that doctors aren't always right. Yes, they are right the majority of the time and doctors rule and they have done so much for us, but they're not always right. And if you in your gut know that something's not right, you need to listen to right. your gut, yeah. right? Because what would happen? Like, let's just say, Darren, let's say, because I was all elated and excited when the doctor said there was no change after his that MRI. And I think normally some people would just trust that and think, well, maybe I'm just having seizures now because of this. If we had let that go, that, I mean, brain tumors are crazy. They have a life of their own. And if it would have gone even further and deeper and throughout his brain, who knows what would have happened. Right, exactly. But because Darren listened to his body and didn't take that and was like, no, this is not right. Yeah. You know, before I forget this, there is one thing that I have done, you know, in the last two surgeries Mm -hmm. is I set like mini goals. So this time I want to exceed the prognosis by two years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Once that two years is up, then I am going to extend it by three years. Mm. So that's kind of... You're going to add on a year each time. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of my plan because it seems to me that the further out you get, the less chance it's going to come back. Then now that's brain cancer. Right. But there are statistically cases where it's never came back for brain cancer with uh, glioblastoma. Yeah. There's somebody that I was talking to that had lived or is still living 10 years after. Wow. Diagnosed. That's amazing. I know. Did they live in this country? Yes. Wow. That's amazing. I did. I was actually speaking with somebody too, who does not live in this country and they went to Switzerland and the... I'll go to Switzerland. I know the treatment they got was crazy. And a lot of it's like IV therapy and a lot of other things that we actually do. We take a lot of holistic approaches to this as well. Yeah. When I said that I'd go to Switzerland, 
because I want to snowboard, but I forgot I can't snowboard anymore. Dang it. They won't let me. Dr. Sherman said, absolutely (laughs) not. First of all, I'm not as coordinated as I used to be. Well, yeah, because your right leg would be a huge problem. Right. And I don't even think skiing, I don't think I'd be good at at that either. (laughs) I can't even, you should see me trying to throw a baseball with my son. So anyway, we won't talk about that right now. Yeah. And that is sad about snowboarding because Darren, we would go on these trips with our friends, group of friends. And it was so funny. One year it was a couple's trip and we went to Park City and my girlfriend, Shalene Johnson, I'm sure you all know her, but she... I don't snowboard. Like when they're all snowboarding, I'm like going to get a massage or I'm going to the gym. Like <laughs> That's so wimpy. I know, but I'm like, we can only have one brain injury in the household. Okay. Right. I'm not taking the risk. But so Darren, it was like the day before Valentine's Day. So she, I don't know if you know Shalene, but Shalene can talk anybody into anything. Right. And so she talked Darren into doing a video for me while he was snowboarding to the song, Let's Get It On. Yeah. And I ended up, snowboarding down the hill with my shirt off (laughs) (laughs) in fact if people we get it we have to get that out there oh this is a podcast though right yeah so yeah but anyway i don't even know where that video is we'll find it yeah but it is so funny i was dying i mean like doing push-ups like she had posing pose it was so funny like i was crying so i was grinding on a tree (laughs) (laughs) it was the best that was like like gosh like maybe six or seven years ago that was forever ago but such a cool thing yeah all right we'll end it there we ended it we're ending it on a light note yes we are but thank you so much for listening please subscribe share this with other loved ones that are going through cancer i mean i swear if you know somebody that's not going through cancer or has been touched by it or a family member i would be surprised so we would so appreciate you helping us get this out there we have a book that we are working on and we are so excited about it and i know it's going to help so many people so we're just trying to get our voices out there to get our book in the hands actually it's going to be an audible so one that you can listen to eventually it'll be a book but yeah i know i'm excited about it because uh i'm trying to i can't write so i voice text everything and I'm he's pretty funny in it. He's doing amazing. I'm pretty funny. I'm like, you can't make it that funny. It's supposed to be about cancer. I can make it as funny as I want. <laughs> You're not my boss, boss. I, I know. So okay. again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all the love and support. We will see you next time. Peace and love. We out.